Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Government move to block AT&T merger bodes ill for big tech by Clint Finley. The Justice Department filed a lawsuit Monday to block AT&T's planned $85 billion acquisition of Time Warner in a move that could signal tougher scrutiny for tech companies. The lawsuit breaks with the recent DOJ tradition of approving mergers between companies that don't directly compete, such as AT&T and Time Warner. The government followed that traditional thinking in allowing Comcast to acquire NBC Universal in 2011. AT&T is the nation's largest provider of traditional pay television service, thanks to its acquisition of DirecTV. Time Warner, meanwhile, owns popular content outlets like CNN, HBO, TBS, and Warner Brothers. According to its complaint, the DOJ worries that if AT&T were allowed to buy Time Warner, the combined company could raise fees for Time Warner content to pay TV competitors such as Comcast and Charter. That could drive up costs for consumers or prod them into switching to AT&T's own pay TV services to access the programming they want. It's not unusual for the DOJ to determine that consumers might be harmed by a so-called vertical merger between companies that don't compete against each other. What's unusual is how the DOJ decided to deal with it. In the Comcast-NBC Universal merger, for example, Comcast agreed to continue licensing NBC Universal content to other digital video providers and to not block or throttle content for its internet subscribers. Berin Zoka, president of the pro-market advocacy group Tech Freedom, said in a statement that the DOJ's new lawsuit marked the first time since 1978 that a vertical merger has ended up in court. Daniel Burke, a partner at the law firm Einmastal, says merger conditions, known as behavior remedies, tend to be favored by left-leaning government officials, who are more comfortable regulating industries. But the DOJ's new head of antitrust, Mackin Delrahim, 
told the New York Times he doesn't like these sorts of agreements and would prefer to see companies sell or spin off divisions that pose competition concerns before a merger is approved. One catch is that last year, before he was nominated to the DOJ, Delrahim told the Business News Network that he saw no problem with the AT&T Time Warner merger. That will inevitably lead to questions about whether the DOJ is moving to block the merger because of President Trump's well-known dislike of CNN's coverage of him. AT&T vows to fight the suit and complete the acquisition. Today's DOJ lawsuit is a radical and inexplicable departure from decades of antitrust precedent, AT&T General Counsel David R. McCarty said in a statement. Vertical mergers like this one are routinely approved because they benefit consumers without removing any competitor from the market, David added. We see no legitimate reason for our merger to be treated differently. During a press conference Monday evening, McCarty said any evidence that shows the government pursued the case for reasons other than applying the law would hurt the DOJ's case. Even if the DOJ wins this case, it won't necessarily be able to apply the same legal theories to tech companies. But the fact that the Justice Department is willing to break with recent precedent suggests a tougher line on antitrust enforcement and doesn't bode well for Silicon Valley. Tech companies are under increasing pressure from across the political spectrum. A growing number of experts questions whether the enormous amounts of data that the largest tech companies have amassed is justification for government action. Some writers have suggested that the government take a tougher line on deals where tech giants acquire promising startups. Such deals have generally received little scrutiny. Last month, technology analyst and blogger Ben Thompson argued that the government had failed the public by approving Facebook's acquisitions of Instagram and WhatsApp and should block future acquisitions, even small ones, unless the company agrees to more stringent conditions. I am optimistic that Delrahim will pursue strong enforcement, says Anant Rout, a former Justice Department lawyer who now works for the advocacy group Public Knowledge. There's the assumption that an administration that leans to the right might not be as aggressive on vertical mergers. If they do choose to challenge this one, it's an indication that enforcement will be as strong or stronger than it has been the last few years. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.